You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. Hey, Corey, guess what holiday is coming up? Um, Arbor Day. <laughs> um... <laughs> you have failed that quiz. <laughs> oh, man. I bet men start really feeling some pressure this time of the year, huh? Uh, there's times that it's kind of the societally induced weight, <laughs> I guess you could say, of, uh-oh, Valentine's Day, right around the corner. What have you done? You know, and it's and what's, what cracks me up is the stuff's been out in the stores since, what, Christmas? You know, yeah, soon that's as true. They, they tear Christmas down and Valentine's Day appears, so... Not like you, you got no excuse, fellas and ladies, because we'll talk about that in just a second. That it's it's been out there for a long time to send you all kinds of reminders. Yeah, we can't say that it creeps up on us, but yet, lo and behold, we don't give it much thought until around 10 p.m. February 13th, right? Uh oh. Sometimes <laughs> then it's too late. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio. Glad you joined us. Um, we want to hear from you and, and how things are going in your world and in your married life because that's where we speak straightly, straight at, is we want to help your married sex life be the absolute best it can be. So send us any kind of email you have at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on iTunes, leave us reviews, comments, five stars if you like it, one star if you don't, and we are fine either way you go. Because we just want the message to get out there and be as best as it can possibly be. So one thing that has come up that's interesting that I think is probably good to start the show. Because I know lots of times, you know, date night and the idea of just getting away is is really important for marriages. You know, a time to just kind of take out of the schedule for each other again. And sometimes you can steal moments throughout the week. You know, if you got little kids around, it's a little difficult sometimes. But you can still steal five, ten minutes here, there close the door. But one thing we that Pam and I have started is we are doing um, date night exchanges, I guess you could say, with some of our, our best friends where our kids go to their house for the night. That's, that's brilliant. And then their kids come to ours for a night once a month. Yeah. And we keep them overnight. And, and what's so great about it is as the kids get a little bit older, you know, mine are six and eight, and they're pretty self-sufficient you know there's some things that you know obviously we need to provide for them but they can pretty much function <laughs> through the day without us and but the nice thing is that they, the 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 other couple's friends they they love each other and they just have so much fun playing so it's like i was gonna say it's such a treat for the kids to yeah have. so it's like when we drop them off you know our friends are like yeah we've already decided we really don't have to do anything but say okay time to eat okay time to brush your teeth okay time to go to bed that's really about all we got to do tonight. So, But it, how great for a married couple who's raising children not to have to worry about a mealtime routine, a bedtime routine, a bath time routine. Yep. I mean, that just zaps the life out of you it sometimes. Can. It can. And the beautiful thing is we get date night without having to pay for a babysitter. That's the, that's the magic. And that is huge <laughs> because that then is like, wait. And we also know every month it's coming up. You know, every month it's going to be, we'll, we'll sit down and, all right, we got this weekend. You guys got what weekend? Let's go. And we put it down and we go. That's awesome. So it's a great tip for couples that have, fan, you know, kids in the house and these things like, I can't ever find any. And you don't even have to do it to where they spend the night. I mean, obviously that works for our situation, but it, it won't work for everybody. But we could still do 
I'll take them for an evening and I'll have them back. And then you guys just come home when you can and yep, it'll work. I, yeah. I can remember um, picking my kids up and they're already in their pajamas and it's 10 30, 11 o'clock at night and we drive them home and they fall asleep in the back yep. seat. Yeah, it works. It works. You just kind of improvise. So you mentioned Shannon Valentine's day, which gets me thinking, you know, cause it is right here. It's already happening. If you're listening to the show right when it comes out, then, you know, you got a, a day or two. If, if it's, already a little later i hope you did it well <laughs> so <laughs> but i was trying i was thinking all right let's do a show on some of the great just good tips good helpful hints for people when it comes to valentine's day and if and this could also apply to other things but specifically this is the time of the year when there's a lot of focus on your love and your lover and the relationship that you have you put that very well Corey. thank you <laughs> that it's not just about buying really expensive flowers and chocolate. <laughs> I would hope not. I mean, obviously that's kind of, you know, the running joke I have is that Valentine's Day was created by Hallmark and Pro Flowers. They just got together and said, ooh, let's come up with a day that people will have to buy our stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, and Whitman Sampler chocolate. There you go. Oh, that's right, chocolates. I forgot all about up. them. Yep. <laughs> so it, it is, but it's beyond just getting a gift. You know, it's more than that. It's a, it's a time to kind of set aside, hey, the importance of this relationship. So I know, you know, we, we represent lots of years of married life between our two relationships. And so I'm sure we have some successes and some failures. I know I have some failures I could draw from to ne never do again. <laughs> well, how about we start with the, with the successes? <laughs> the deal. So if we run yeah. out of time, at least we've given them some good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the best idea I have ever um, well, first I'll tell you what Greg did for me one time, and then I'll tell you about the best thing that someone else did for his wife. But um, the most uh, exciting Valentine's Day I remember is when Greg told me, just pack a suitcase, here's what you need to bring, but he would not tell me where we were going. Oh. And he didn't tell me until you know we arrived at the bed and breakfast in Austin, Texas that he had booked. So it was like a four-hour drive. Yeah. Just the anticipation of it. Like, I was... Pardon the expression, but I mean, I was horny out of my mind by the time we got there. Just the anticipation <laughs> was a gift in and of itself. And that, and I'm gonna, I, I got to interrupt you real quick, Shannon, because that, to all the guys out there, that is a great move. To, what, the anticipation? The play with the unknown. Yeah. That yeah. is a huge like, thing with it women. It was like the Heinz ketchup commercial. <laughs> Anticipation. <laughs> but it also works beyond just taking a bigger ex excursion like Greg did with you. You know, you can even move, incorporate this move into Valentine's night. Maybe you're not getting away for the whole evening or, the you know, overnight at a, at a bed and breakfast or some resort or something. Yep. You could just be, you go to dinner and then you, maybe your normal date routine is you go to dinner and you maybe go see a movie or you go to dinner and then you go home. So rather than tell her what you're doing, fellas, take her to dinner. And then on the way home, take a detour by a favorite coffee shop or a dessert place or a detour. But just break your normal routine. And when she's, where are we going? Uh, not going to tell you. Yeah. The element of surprise. Huge. Totally works. Huge. And there have been times where... Greg had gone to the bathroom at a restaurant and pulled a waiter aside and said, you know, bring, you know, such and such chocolate cake to the table after we're done with dinner. But it was a total surprise. Even just that yes. little bitty effort. It just makes your spouse feel so special well that done, they did Greg. something behind your back. Yeah. Well done, Greg. 
Yeah, normally we don't want our spouses to do anything behind our backs, but this is one exception to that rule. Well, when it's done for you behind your back, that's pretty good. But the best idea I ever heard was uh, that we had a friend who was a youth pastor, so he didn't make a lot of money. Um, but he, he was like, you know what? I have a hundred dollar budget and that is it. That is all that I can spend. But he really wanted to just blow his wife away because it was actually their anniversary too. They had gotten married on Valentine's day. And so he um, made arrangements with some of the guys in his youth group to put on black suits and black sunglasses. And they showed up Saturday morning. Kevin had already left the house and they say to Ruth, um, ma'am, we're, we're here to, to kidnap you. And they, they put her in a car and mm -hmm. she of course recognized them as being guys from the youth group. Right. But she's like, where are you taking me? And they they were like, well, sorry, ma'am. If we told you that we'd have to kill you. They took her <laughs> to, um, to love field airport in Dallas. And they made sure that she brought her purse with her you know, idea that he had arranged for a ticket to be waiting at the counter for her to fly from Dallas to San Antonio. Kevin had left the night before. She thought that he was just away on a business meeting or whatever. He drove down to San Antonio. He met her at the airport and they spent the day walking along the river walk. He had brought her one single rose. They had dinner together at an affordable restaurant and then he drove back with them together in the car. That's great. I mean, it was this major excursion, but it wasn't an overnight thing. No. It, was a, it was a 30 minute flight to San Antonio and a five hour drive back that evening. And it was just a, a, a wild day. I mean, they made so many wonderful memories. Yeah. That's something you remember forever. Absolutely. And that's that <laughs> I have to bring this up because it's right in one of my failures that I did something very similar when Pam and I were just dating. Both my roommate and I did this with our fiancés at the time, where we had arranged some underclassmen, because we were in college, to come and get our wives or our future wives and bring them to us at a rest stop on the highway, and then we were heading to Dallas. Mm -hmm. Well, they didn't go get them. No. They forgot. <laughs> so we're sitting at this rest stop waiting and waiting and waiting. And so when I pull up finally at campus – there's my soon-to-be bride walking in furious because we had told them, hey, be in the lobby at whatever time. You'll be picked up. You know, we'll, we'll pick you up. And so they thought we just forgot them. So did your friends do this on purpose? No, they just were underclass freshmen that were stupid. And oh, man. Talk so, about an epic fail, though. Yeah, it, it really looked bad on us. Hard to recover after <laughs> it, that one. It was. It was, it was kind of— she still married you? Yes, yeah, she did. And— you know, we'd already been dating for a while, so I had that going for me. And we had a whole lot of fun then for the weekend because we went to my roommate's family's house and just hung out there. And so, you know, getting to Dallas, seeing all that. But it was a cold ride to Dallas. You know, it was a really quiet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to make sure the people you rely on are uh, reliable. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those who are on a super shoestring budget, I heard of another idea. Um, where a husband got heart-shaped sticky notes from Office Max. We're talking like $1.99. Yeah. And he left early in the morning before his wife even got out of bed. So what he did is he made a sticky note heart-shaped trail from her bed to the bathroom. And he had set out uh, her, her favorite fluffy towel and her favorite shower gel and all that kind of stuff. And then there was another heart-shaped sticky note trail going into the kitchen where he had bought her favorite flavored coffee and set out the coffee pot and put out a mug. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about making her feel special yeah. for, I mean, less than 10 bucks, yeah. you know, 
to intentionality. Oh, absolutely. you talk about it yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's it's just it's having something where you've set aside something special. Yeah, where you've done something out of the ordinary to say, I'm thinking about you. You mean the world yep. to me. Let's get it on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> if you will start early, seriously, if you yeah. will start romancing her or him early in the day, you'd be amazed at how easy it is to sweep them off their feet and into that marriage bed that night. Yep. And, it, and it's interesting. You alluded to it just for a second there, Shannon, that or him off his feet. That at, at what point did Valentine's Day become the man's responsibility? Good question. I mean, because that's kind of what society has placed, isn't it? That it seems like it's up to husbands to do it and to take the lead. And and I get it. I mean, typically, husbands are the ones that are going to pursue. But that doesn't mean we don't want to be pursued as well. Right. And so I want to take just a minute and, and talk about I believe Valentine's Day is not just the husband's responsibility. And I was actually just reading from a lady that talked about she has done a whole lot over the years to where Valentine's Day has kind of been her. She takes the lead where she will tell her husband, um, you know, when he leaves for work, she'll kind of give him instructions of you're not to come home until I text you that we're re I'm ready. And when you do come home, you need to have already had a change of clothes and showered and when, and be here at whatever time when I tell you, you know, kind of a setup. And so that sets up the whole dynamic of, whoa, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. There's that anticipation. Absolutely. And she do gets the benefit home? of she's being intentional, which can awaken some things mm -hmm. as well. So it's, I, I think what we're talking about with this show, it works on both sides. It's just you probably need to make sure you both don't plan a weekend excursion for each other at <laughs> the same time. Oops. <laughs> yes. That would not be good. Who wins that battle? Yeah, so it's kind of like you end up in San Antonio and your husband's, um, you know. At and, a bed and breakfast in Austin. Yeah, he, he's in the hill country somewhere. <laughs> so, hey, that's kind of lonely. But, but it is something I think that's important that wives can do the same thing. You know, you can do some simple things that let your husband know hey, I'm thinking about you today, that you're special to me. It can be even some of those simple um, sexting kind of stuff. That's nothing inappropriate where you're sending a picture unless you want to. But yeah. it's it's one of those where you kind of I mean, send a picture of, hey, this is what I'm wearing today. You know, looking forward to seeing you tonight. Or it could also just be, you know what I'm thinking about? And you just leave it like that because you're guaranteed he's going to be what <laughs> you know, he's, he's gonna get a rise in his levi's just he's gonna get the yeah th there's there's gonna be anticipation and engagement right then and there and yeah that's it's, all playing towards the relationship that's all good stuff and and speaking of sending a picture of what you might be wearing when he gets home or underneath the outfit you're wearing out to dinner or whatever I don't know of a single man who isn't really turned on by the color red. They say that the color red <laughs> will get a guy's juices flowing faster yep. than any other color. Yep. Um, so it kind of makes you wonder about the, you know, what a stop sign does to a guy. <laughs> but <laughs> Thank yeah, you. And now I'm going to look at stop signs completely different completely from here different. on forward. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, red bras and panties, or red lingerie, or whatever. I don't know of any husband who wouldn't love that, or black, or white, or whatever your whatever color you feel the most confident in. Right. Do that, and it doesn't have to be. You have to go out and spend money every year. I, 
I think that I've worn the same two or three Valentine's lingerie outfits for the past 20 years. Um, I, I, I'm, I think I'm probably just pleased that I can still fit in them after 23 years of marriage. <laughs> and, and hopefully he is too. But uh, yeah, red lingerie, uh, candles, such mm -hmm. a cheap way to create ambiance in your it bedroom. Is. It is. And everybody looks sexy by candlelight. Yeah, I know. Is it? It's like you light the sex candle, you know. Yeah. Um, and they say that the scents that are most um, amorous, uh, that are most aphrodisiacal, is that a word? It I'm is make now. It a word today. Yeah, it is now. I like it. <laughs> is vanilla or musk? Yep. And lavender is also a calming, soothing scent to the right. brain. But I prefer. I like the vanilla. I like the sweet flavors of candles. Sweet scents. Also, if you don't want to spend a bunch of money on really expensive flowers, then don't buy a single rose mm -hmm. and just tear it up and use the petals on the yeah. bed. Yeah, I mean, that's that's so cliche, I know, but, you know, it, it's an inexpensive way to create a really special moment. Yep. And I'm thinking of a way that you could on the shoestring budget idea for this. This is really for the husbands, I think, more than anything. That if you're in the situation where the wife takes the the bulk of the housework and the uh, and the bulk of the childcare kind of stuff, where at night you put the kids to bed, you know, on Valentine's night you put them down, you you make sure that you do you take charge of the routine. Meanwhile, you have drawn her a bath, and allowed her just to get away, to disengage, to unwind, because what you're doing is kind of setting aside time for her to feel special while you're taking care of responsibilities, which I think that speaks to a wife. Yeah. And I don't know of a woman on the planet who wouldn't run straight to the bathtub with a box of Calgon if given that opportunity. Yeah. And you know, when she gets relaxed and has fun in the bubble bath and all that kind of stuff, you know, she's going to be a lot more open to some action yep. afterwards. Yep. So I think that's a brilliant strategy. Also, um, there was one year that Greg, I mean, just kept it so, so simple, but I, I was actually, I think I had been sick that year and, and just was not feeling up to getting out. And I think I'd been really crazy busy and I just wanted to stay home for a change. Um, and in Tyler, Texas, I mean, the restaurants are so packed. You're going to wait an hour for right. a table. Right. Um, so this particular year, he just brought home a pizza and he got out our wedding album. That's good. Yeah, I mean, so, so simple. Yeah. It, it really wasn't any money above and beyond what we would have normally spent on yeah. dinner. But the fact that he picked up our wedding album and sat down and, and wanted to look through those pictures together. I mean, that that just that does something to a woman, mm -hmm. you know, don't don't do like a, what was it? Everybody loves Raymond where they put in the wedding video all excited and he has accidentally recorded a football game <laughs> over the wedding video. <laughs> Hopefully that didn't happen to you. Right. But yeah, watching your wedding video, some sort of trip back down yep. memory lane. Or like the other day, you know, I realized that Greg blew it. He should have waited to do this until Valentine's Day. But just last week, he was cleaning out some file cabinets and he found my day timer from the year that we were dating. And so I had written down every little thing that we did and every little special thing that he said, working up to our engagement and our wedding. And, right. and so that could have been cool for him to save it to, to Valentine's oh, man, Day, that but I will give him credit. That would have that worked well. Yeah, yeah. So just presenting something that's going to take them back to that place where they first fell in love with you, yeah. that's always special. Yeah, and that's the kind of stuff that bonds you on a deeper level. I mean, if you talk brain chemicals for a second— that's the kind of stuff that when we rely on those and live in those, that's the oxytocin kind of stuff that that makes it deep, lasting bond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a coaching couple who talk about trip down memory lane. They actually met when they were 10 years old 
because they were the ring bearer and the flower girl in a wedding. And now they've been married 26 years. Uh, but you know, they had known each other since they were 10 years old and played these roles in the wedding. Well, they, he tracked down the, the couple that whose wedding they had been in, they had actually divorced, unfortunately, but he asked if they still had the ring pillow that he had carried in that wedding and they did and they let him have it. And so he gave that to her. It's like, wow. I mean, talk about intentionality to to track something down like that. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you have to go through some history to find something that speaks volumes. Yeah. And for it to harken back to your childhood. Yeah. That totally rocks. I think anything from our childhood really means a lot. Yeah, because I think, you know, I know lots of times a couple will will bond and be turned on when they can walk down memory lane together. Yeah, when they have a history together. Right. And you told me something about why you, yeah, you know, I was saying I prefer not to get chocolates because I don't want to be in a sugar coma and then an emotional <laughs> roller coaster ride for three weeks afterwards. But you said that you do chocolates. But there was a particular reason that I love. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that in my, you know, I'm not a big Valentine's guy, and as far as I make a big deal out of it, I try to do things throughout the year because that's, you know, the spontaneous ones, typically are, wow, why'd you do that? Oh, just thinking of you, you know, those that's huge, yeah. As opposed to, well, it's it's, it's Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. What you gonna do? I'm supposed to, you know, yeah. <laughs> woohoo! Let's go have sex, honey. You know, so. <laughs> It's it's one of those, but to me, my wife has said very clearly because the first several years of Valentine's sucked. <laughs> I I was awful at it just because I didn't I, I didn't get it. It just was like oh, whatever. <laughs> I was going through the motions, and then she finally said, "You know what I what I remember most of Valentine's Day is my dad would come home from work, and he would have you know a heart shaped box of chocolates for mom, and then a little heart shaped box of chocolates for each of our kids." you know, each of the kids. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I understand that. I, you know, I can get that. And so that's what I've adopted the last several years now is I have something for them. Like 99 cents at the checkout counter at the grocery store. Yeah. So it's nothing extravagant, but it's a deeper meaning. And that's a lot of what can trip up people is we don't realize the meaning attached to things Mm. that, you know, somebody could, you know, you could be in a relationship with somebody that, Valentine's Day is is you go all out, and so it means more than it's just a day on the calendar. Yeah. And when you understand that, it doesn't mean you have to go all out to honor that, but you could up your game a little, and that speaks. Yeah. And it can be so, so minor. I remember one year, it just came to mind, I'd made a big cheesecake, uh, but I, I cut out individual heart-shaped pieces. I mean, a, a knife to a pizza or a piece of cheesecake or whatever, putting something in the shape of a heart is always going to translate into I love you, no right. matter how you slice it. Right. Pun intended. I like that one. <laughs> so do you have other epic fails you want to toss out before we wrap up? <laughs> well, the, I get the feeling you have a few. Yeah, I do. Um, the biggest one was, was um, I was, this was when we were early in our marriage. So money was tight, but, I had paid attention throughout the year and, and Pam had mentioned, you know, Hey, I lost my watch and she's not the type of woman that just goes out and buys stuff. I mean, she, she typically, ah, I can do without that. You know, she's, she's a frugal lady yep. and my kind of gal. Yeah. So I was like, and mine, I love that. <laughs> so, so I'm like, Oh, Hey, great idea. I'll get her a watch for Valentine's day. 
but then things got out of control in the sense of I just lost track of time and never got around to getting a watch. So I come up with a plan of I'll get her a card and in it I'll tell her a watch is on its way because I was lazy and didn't get it ahead of time. So there's fail one right there. Didn't plan ahead. <laughs> well, then that just went on and on and on until lo and behold, you know, I wanted a watch. So I went and bought myself one. Oh, wait, I got to get her one too now because I told her I would. And so when I give it to her, she's all, Really? You're <laughs> you're giving, you're giving me a watch because you bought one yourself and finally got around to getting me one. And I felt so small <laughs> when that happened because it was on me completely. Because it was like, okay, I did not demonstrate the importance that she is in my life. you know. And it's not by what I get her. It's by how I live and, and, and what I do. And, and so that's where, okay, Valentine's Day is a great time to set aside and, and show that. But, man, so is every other day. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's important. So, you know, what we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. Very, very true. Except for whenever the once in a while is huge, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that you can draw back on, you know, where, hey, I'm going to have a, a ticket waiting for you at the counter, show up to the airport, <laughs> yeah. and I'll be, I'll be where you land. You know, those kinds of things go a long way. You can, you can get mileage out of that for a long yeah. time. Yeah. But, well, hey, this show has inspired me. I just realized what I'm going to do for Greg. Uh-oh. Hopefully he won't hear this show before Valentine's Day. But when I first started dating him, he so impressed me with his ability to take um, Teddy. You remember Teddy Grahams? The little bitty. Well, you've got kids. You, oh, you I just had Teddy Grahams. Yeah, I, I sent him for snacks. You the cracks and crevices of your car seat right yeah. now, I bet. Yep. <laughs> But he would set a Teddy Graham on the edge of the coffee table while sitting on the floor, and he would flip it with his finger into his mouth. I was so impressed by his ability to do this. Okay. Um, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to go get a single candle and a box of Teddy Grahams and a, a thing of chocolate frosting and a thing of uh, or a package of miniature marshmallows. And could you imagine – oh, and toothpicks. Could you imagine sticking these mini marshmallows – on these toothpicks and roasting them over this candle flame and making miniature s'mores <laughs> just to walk back down memory lane of how cool it is that he, I want to see if he can do that with a s'more Teddy Graham. Hey, I like it. <laughs> it's got to add some weight and density by the time you I, make that sandwich. I like it. And what else you could do if you add the uh, idea of the post-it notes, you could make a Teddy Graham, Teddy Graham trail to the roasting station. Well, there you go. Or, or just back to the bedroom. <laughs> well, well, I'd assume that's where the roasting station's going to be. Oh, okay. Well, normally I don't light a candle in my bed, but... <laughs> hey, you don't have to be in bed. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that in front of the fireplace in the living room. And then I'll create the trail back to the bedroom where the magic go. happens. Hey, that, I like it, Shannon. <laughs> yeah, what is that, a total of five bucks? Um, maybe. I mean, Teddy Grahams, you know, Teddy Grahams have, have gone up, but, you know, that's still... Okay, Five. that's nothing. Yeah, that, that's a great idea. I like it. And if you got something as a listener of Sexy Marriage Radio, write in. We want to know if you back at Sexy Marriage Radio because we can add it to the queue and make future yeah, and shows and add add to we, people's ideas. We will not wait until next Valentine's Day to share it. No. Like Corey's been saying, it's about what you do the other 364 days of the year that makes Valentine's Day go really well. It is. Well, we're glad you spent some time with us this time, and we hope that... The time you get to spend with your love and in your life is just absolutely fabulous. So if we miss something, send us an email, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. So wherever you are, however you're listening to us, thank you. 
and we will see you again next time.